Pops in the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Not much. Are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, so now we're now would be a good time for me to say, hey, hey it's, it's the Pops, uh, Pops and the Rican show. show. Yes, I'm I'm Pops. Yep, and I'm the Rican. And uh, <laughs> we have a special guest with us today. Yes, I'm the Ray. He and, is the uh, Ray. When I say special. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like you, you know talking, he, he went yeah. to special classes or anything like that. Right. He's special sure. because sure. Uh, he's our guest. Yeah, and That's he made it. Saying. He made it. You made it. It's good. Yeah. Go back and get your wallet. It's all good. I did. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who have been uh, been checking out the Pops and the Rican show, and you're looking at this guy and you say, "Who is it?" This is Ray Hensley, also known as Ray Danger, Danger. Hensley, uh, from the Darkwing Duck. Really? I don't know. No, I made no. that part up. I don't think so. It's because I'm dangerous. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yes. I can kill you in five different ways just sitting here. So. Well. I'm that kind of dangerous, you know? Man. That would scare me. <laughs> it should. It should. But. So, nice. uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Ray, uh, tell us uh, in like 30 words or less, tell us everything about you. Uh, fat, handsome, talented. I only need three. Man, yeah, there you go. That's all we needed. Then. That's what's up. So, yeah. Good. Okay. Well, now back. everybody knows uh, Ray. <laughs> we can uh, we can talk about politics. No, I'm just kidding. We nah, don't want to do it's that. Oh so, no. All right. So basically, this the show that we, how we run the show, how we're doing this is that we like to connect with um, everybody that's that's local that's been in the, the comedy scene, and so. We want to pick your brain a, a couple of things. We got a couple of questions that we want to ask you and all that, just to get to know you and, and to get everybody else who, all I don't know, seven viewers that we have, to just you know, tune in and, and check you out and just find another another way to be able to get you, get you out there. Yeah, and, yeah. And after so. after everybody finds out Ray was here on on the Pops and the Rican show, then it's, it's, you're gonna it, blow it, up. It's it's gonna go. You're gonna have. It's gonna go from it's gonna go from seventy eight. to you know <laughs> seventy two or seventy three. We'll have eight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. Probably going to lose one, actually. <laughs> well, it'll be like five or six. So it's all good. Let me turn this off. It's all good. But you know, so just rude. So, uh, Ray, let's let's get things started in terms of uh, helping uh, helping our listeners and helping us uh, kind of lean that way. Uh, how'd you get started in in this whole comedy thing? I mean. Tell Comedy us. is something I've always wanted to do ever since I was a kid. Mm. I remember, you know, I mean, just sitting there watching like late night premium blend and yeah. Comedy Central presents, and just thinking like, this is awesome. I want to do comedy. I think that's awesome. Okay. And then, I uh, one day randomly just went out and bought a drum set, nice. and then started playing music. Because uh, nothing says comedy like, like like a drum set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing funnier than yeah a drum wow. set. Wow, so you drummers. I'm a drummer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I grew up at least. I played. I mean, I grew up because my family basically. My I grew up in a, a Pentecostal home, so I was like, my father was a pastor, mm-hmm. and so he just needed players. So I was like, you're playing this Sunday, and oh, so yeah. I just jumped on. And that's you how had I to figure it out. Yeah, at yeah. that point, yeah, because it was like we had big bands. Um, we had like it was a big like an orchestra and everything. Um, so we had, you know, horns section and we had all that. And then, um, there was the percussions and I played bongos and the congas, but then, um, <laughs> our drummer left. He was like, I'm done with this. And they were like, okay, you know, some rhythm you're going to jump on. It's on you now. And so it's just the one, two at first. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, from that point I fell in love with playing drums. Oh yeah. It's that's, fun. That's interesting. It's addicting. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, but no, but so I started writing jokes yeah. and then randomly I just was like, I want to play drums too. Hmm. So I went out and bought a drum set while I was writing jokes, learned how to do drums. And then I wrote like some really, really crappy like puns. That's all that I really understood with comedy. And then <laughs> after that it was, I mean, it's all I really get now, but, yeah. but no. And then 
next thing you know, I was playing in a band. Next thing you know, I'm traveling around. Next thing you know, you know what I mean? Like, all the comedy stuff just kind of fell to the side. Mm. And then as soon as the band was done, like, as soon as we, like, broke up and I was like, I'm not playing drums anymore. I'm not playing music anymore. I signed up for my first open mic. So Yeah, yeah. And then and so when, I've been when, doing it since. when was that, approximately? Uh, almost four years ago. Okay, so, so so about four years ago, you decided, hey, I'm going to get back into this and get a little bit more serious about it. So was right. that all here in Indiana? Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. I uh, did my first open mic January 27th at Crackers Comedy Club. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it was the worst show. <laughs> like, I didn't even that, touch the microphone. <laughs> I didn't even touch the mic because I didn't think I had enough time to pull it out of the mic stand, do my, th- I only got three minutes. And then put it back in. I was just like so afraid to like to like go a split second over three minutes. Right, right. So, so I was like, I don't time. have time for this. Yikes. I don't have time for this. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Don't even touch it. Yeah. So I just went up there and just word vomited for three minutes of my <laughs> scripted set that I've been writing for like two years. Ooh. And I was just like, hey guys, blah, 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 blah. Just didn't, I didn't even like there was there was nothing. I just wanted okay. to, I just wanted to get it out of the way. Yeah. I just wanted to be bad. And then, but I remember getting off stage just going. I'm freaking hilarious. This is amazing. Right, this I'm is gonna. Why am I not famous already? <laughs> exactly. And then now, like, I still have that video posted on Facebook, and people give me a hard time about it. There's like, why do you have that on Facebook? Like, that's mm, bad. It's the, yeah, but they didn't see. They didn't, okay. Well, that, but everybody knows watching it that it's my very first time ever doing okay, comedy. So okay. if people are coming to my page yeah. and they're just like, "This is awful." Yeah. But it says first time doing comedy, so hopefully people give me the benefit of the doubt on right. that. But right. But no, but yeah, I watch it now, and I'm just, ooh, ooh, that was rough. <laughs> but I do remember getting off stage just going, wow, I'm a natural at this. This mm. is amazing. Okay, so then well, that led, that was going to lead to one of the questions that I had is, like, when was the first time you did open mic, and how, how did it go? And then also, when was it, like, when he finally hit it, and it was like, okay, this is this is it? It was probably my first feature weekend that I did. Hmm. Was uh was out in Dayton, Ohio, at the Wiley's Comedy Club. Uh, a pro comic from around here named Tom McComas asked me to go out and open for him. I was just going to do some guest spots for him, and then they didn't book a feature, so he was like, hey, do you want a feature for us too? I was like, hell yeah. Right. Never done any time like that ever before in my life. And then I just pulled it together and wow. ended up doing 25, 30 minutes all weekend, and just I was just like, all right, this is fun. Yeah. Like, I enjoy this. Yeah, so- yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I... I enjoy doing comedy. Like I, I don't know. It's yeah. something that like I get motivated to do. I'm I'm excited to do. Right. And I don't. So when you go back to the to that four years ago, or in, in that between between four years ago when you got started back into uh, being the feature there at at Wiley's, uh, when did you when did you realize that it was going to take some effort? to to get where you wanted to go if you're going to be serious about it oh third show in mm. third show in third wow. show in i ate i ate it so hard because i did my first show at crackers i did my second show at crackers and my second show at crackers is like a really decent set mm. like somehow i pulled that out like i saw i think i saw that one posted online too but that set is like it's good like there's still jokes that i use from that show mm. i still use today okay <laughs> And, uh, and then my third show, I signed up to go to Morty's, and I went there, and I ate it so hard. Mm. Like, I mean, Dip that was my right. first time just like, ooh, right. okay, well, right. this is what it feels like. And you went All with right. the same material, right? So you're expecting... Yeah, I, I went with, like, some new stuff, and okay. then some... Yeah, so, I mean, but, mm. but the crowd wasn't as hot. I didn't perform as well, and that's when I realized, it was like, okay, so you have to work this at this. Is this it, is... Yeah. This is not something I'm just going to like just throw it's together and yeah. just do this. So yeah. then as after that, I started hitting open mics regularly. I started, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I write. I try to write like every day. I mean, obviously, I mean, sometimes things get in the way, but yeah. But I mean, but ever since then, yeah, ever since that third show, I was like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to be unprepared. I'm not going to be a slack at this anymore. Right. If you want this, go for it. Right. And then exactly. so ever since then, I, I started doing five shows a week for three and a half years I mean I I went at hard yeah. Yeah. yeah I went at yeah. hard for for a long time and so it's starting to pay off a little bit mm. I got what, like 10 minutes now 
What do you? Uh, you got ten minutes. <laughs> from all the eggs, it's well, how it is. Hopefully yeah, between geez. hopefully between now and uh, and next month, <laughs> when you're supposed to be uh, I don't yeah. know, headlining. Yeah, yeah. two weeks. <laughs> two uh, weeks. I'm at the Drop Comedy Club. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> you don't have to really stretch that ten minutes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> so did, did I tell you the joke about my ten minute set? No. Uh, but yeah. so uh, when. When you came to that place where you're like, hey, this is something that's going to be some effort, but I'm going to put that effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what what did you do to change? You, you were talk you talk about how you were writing material early on. Yeah. Um, are you still writing the same way you were back then, or how have you changed your your approach to writing your material? I uh, I used to script out all of my jokes. Okay. So if you like look back, like all, even on my phone or in my books or anything like that, is I used to write out everything. So I'd write out like, "Hey, I've done this, blah 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 blah," and just like, and it's just all scripted out. Yeah. And then I found out after the first like few months in comedy that like watching my videos and listening to me on my recordings and stuff like that, that I sounded super scripted. Yeah. And I didn't like that, so mm. I stopped. I stopped writing that way, and now I just kind of write bullet points for my jokes. Yeah. And then. All that other filler stuff is just kind of... So, okay, did you get to a point where I have to find my voice rather than going, you know, basically, you know, point for point? You had to really feel it. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, did you get to a point where when you're saying your joke, you're like, okay, is this how I naturally talk versus... You know, I just writ, I just wrote this bullet point, and this is the joke that I want to talk about. But yet, how did you go right into that joke, so that it's natural? Yeah. When did you When did you get to a point where you separated yourself from it being robotic to more natural? I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm that much different on stage than I am off stage. Okay. I'm probably a little bit louder on stage than I am off stage. Yeah. But I don't know. I. I don't feel like my personality off stage is much different than it is on stage. So the way that like, so the way that I write on stage, cause that's, I mean, I write most of my stuff when I'm on stage now. Mm. So I just get up there and it's like, I'm gonna talk about dogs and yeah. I just talk about dogs for eight minutes. Yeah. Or and whatever, whatever time. comes out of that, you remember that, you write it down. Well, I, I have that? it, I record it on my phone. And mm. then so after that, after I do that, that word vomit on dogs, yeah. then I'm like, okay, well, this was good, this was good, this was good. <coughs> All the rest of this was trash. Yeah. And then I just, I mean, I shorten it down and then add more to it. So, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if you see, like, like my jokes from, like, like an open mic, yeah. and then after I sit there and I listen to the joke, I listen to that set on my way to work, on my way home from work for, like, the next, like, two days, mm-hmm. and but I'm just sitting there just constantly taking notes. So if you see my piece of paper that I have with, like, all of my notes on dogs and like all my bullet points and all that other stuff. There's stuff that I've scribbled out. There's, there's like circles on it. There's, I mean, it's just like one piece of paper Mm. is like for like three minutes worth of jokes. And I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like, I don't know. Everybody kind of writes different. I'm sure. That was another thing too, is I wanted to ask is how's your, what's your method? Are you a, do you write pen and paper or are you more digital? Like how it is now? I do a lot of it on, I don't know. I guess it's like 50, 50. Okay. Like if I think of like something quick while I'm right. driving, right. then I'll just I'll just type it in my phone real right. quick, right. which is dangerous, but <laughs> right. but I do that instead of recording it. It's but yeah, like I'll just, put it yeah, I'll put it in my it. phone real quick. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm actually sitting behind my pen and paper, I'll write it on my pen and okay. paper. It's, are you? Do you feel more comfortable just writing it out? Yeah. Does it just just feel more? Is it easier that way? The reason why I ask that is because I'm I, like I have everything in my in Google Docs. And I have like it, like it's all. I have folders already set and different yeah, yeah. targets that I want to write about. So if I get, oh, I'm not this, near that organized, dude. Yeah. I, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you should, I, I know. Should, I'll, it's, I'll bring it's, in my notebook. The, here but a that's bit the only you. thing that I've ever been so organized in. Everything else is, is crap. But when it comes to that, it's like I have it all, you know, mapped out. Ray's like, uh, I'm, I'm lucky to have uh, no, but I still paper. do. And uh, yeah. I still go on my phone. Like if I have a, a thought, and I, you know, just throw that in there or. You know, I, I would write it on. I have like the small little, uh, what do they call it, memo notes or memo mm-hmm. pads, or whatever. And I, I'm able to just jot that really quick because it's just a quick premise or a quick idea. Right. But when it comes to sitting down 
and just typing it out, writing it out, that's, I have to have like some sort of structure. Otherwise I just feel like I'm just doodling or whatever. And I can't really get an idea. And if it's in front of me, it, it helps me to just be like, okay, yeah, I find that piece. I find that, uh, for me, I, I kind of am scattered with where when I first am first putting some material together, yeah. I've got notes that, you know, notepads and that kind of stuff where I get an idea and I'm scribbling it down or I'll, I'll, I'll voice text it to myself as I'm driving. Cause mm. I don't, I don't, uh, actual text and drive cause I'm too old. I can't do that. <laughs> and I, I literally would run off the road doing that. So. Oh, yes, well, yes you know. he would. So, uh, <laughs> but so I, you know, I, I do all that, but then eventually when it comes to honing the material and editing, um, I, I have, I have to put it down on, on paper or at least in a, a digital format so I can see it in front of me mm. and I can start to edit out what, okay, what words am I using that I don't need to use that the audience, right. the audience doesn't give a rip if I use all those words or if I just get to the point, you yeah. know? Uh, and so eventually it, I, everything's going to end up in a digital format for me. And I, and I use, uh, my, my brain just went dead. Uh, you know, I use, uh, was it the Evernote? computer? Evernote. Evernote. There wow. it is. You, you were, you were giving me help. I there got you, bro. I got you. Cause I am old and I, and my brain doesn't work <laughs> like it used to. Uh, but yeah, it, it'll end up in Evernote eventually. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I can use that to, to search and find things so that I can pull pieces mm -hmm. that maybe I want to try uh, piecing jokes together or whatever. But it, it starts out kind of this chaos yeah. and eventually, and so I think it's interesting that Ray, that you will say, you know, I'm going to go to an open mic and I'm, I'm throwing out a bunch of, you know, I'm, I'm doing the uh, verbalized puking mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and then from that going back and starting to, edit and and right. winnow things down a little bit so eventually you're coming up with a solid bit that you're going to take in and, and right. polish up yeah i mean eventually mm -hmm. it becomes scripted you know yeah. what i mean like mm -hmm. you guys have both seen me enough to know that you've heard the fat joke you've heard the fat joke like mm -hmm. it's like i do it similar most times you know right. what i mean yeah but when i first started doing it there was a lot of stuff to it there's a lot more a lot more uhs and ums and all that other stuff now mm -hmm. it's it's gotten tight to where yeah now you i can just, get up on her i know what it yeah. is and just go so okay, so have you? What, at what point did you ever? Did you get to the point where um, you found out or you figured that the structure of a joke? Because it's like, what taught you that punchline and premise oh, and like how did? What, I know, think it was who, just from watching lots okay. of comics from like throughout the years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't, I don't. Yeah, because the reason why is because like a lot of people read books or they'll, you know, oh, they'll yeah, go to classes or they'll, you know, they'll ask, um, you know, other comics, how do you get, you know, where you, because I'm, for me, I'm very, obviously, I, I like to dissect everything and I like to make sure that there's some kind of structure to what, what's happening. Because the first time I learned about writing a joke, I didn't know about punchlines and, and, and premise and none of that. It was just, at, to be honest with you, like the first time I actually fell in love with comedy um, <coughs> was listening to my father preach because he would throw in these jokes and there was in the audience, the congregation would just roll. And that mm. part was what I remember, not, none, nothing else. But the fact that when he would say that joke, it would it would hit and everybody was just rolling. And I look, I was like, I like that. What is that? Right. I want to do that. So what did your dad preach on this Sunday? Uh, three guys <laughs> walking into a bar. Telling jokes. You know? yeah, just telling jokes. Yeah. Talking about Jesus so, and dick jokes. It's it, it, all it, it, of us. Yeah. Wow. That's, okay, so... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so sure I, what church Ray goes to, but... So, then, so it, learning about comedy was different for me because I didn't grow up with the... With the I, I didn't grow up with the premium blends or none of that. It's just records and right like i'm so old but it, it's like knowing about richard Pryor, that wasn't like my my inspiration i didn't get that from him until later on mm -hmm. um or anybody else that was in the the comedy game my thing was when i'm with my family i'm getting i'm making them roll 
when I'm with my friends, I'm making them roll. Like that, that was my thing where, okay, I knew it was just a little bit more like when you're with your friends, you know, a little bit more, I, I know a little bit more and I know that would, I would make that funnier right. if I did this. But more inside stuff. Than, right. Like right. there was like stuff that would happen where I knew, okay, I could make that funnier if I did this or did that and it would really happen. It would really work. Right. But I didn't understand what, what, until the first time I did a, a show, I was invited to a family reunion to do comedy and I didn't have one joke. I was just up there. Just, right. And it was the worst, the worst thing <laughs> I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. It was I melted literally and my soul was just leaving me. It's his first hell. It was, it was, it was garbage. <laughs> so I, I asked that because I wanted to know your, if you have had ever gotten any kind of, um, with some like other comedians that, um, that are in the game, other veterans that are in the game, if they showed you, okay, this is a premise, this is, this is what a joke structure is, or anything like that, or was right. it just, hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to talk about this, this, this is the topic, talk about it, and that's it. Yeah. Like, was there any kind of? Yeah. No. Training? Um, I was, I was a regular comic at Morty's. That's that was like mm. my home club for a while before it shut down. Mm. And Bowers was the owner. He was also a stand-up comedian. Was awesome about. He would pay attention to your set, and then after you got off stage, he would pull you aside and just be like, hey, you got to try this, you got to try this. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't talk. You know what I mean? So yeah. Bowers, Bowers is really, really oh. awesome about, about helping us out, and that's, that was the awesome part about Morty's. I mean, not only was it an amazing club, but it was, but Bowers and Todd McComas were there, and those guys would, would help you out, and they would kind of like take you under their wing if, yeah. if, you, if you had something you were struggling with, and... And I could always reach out to those guys and just be like, "Hey, I need uh, I need help with this. I need help with this with mm. this." You know what I mean? And they would they would gladly do it every time. And that's that's what was amazing about that club. And that's why I don't know. Sad it's gone, but yeah, it's something we're trying to do at Jokers, it's trying to establish okay. that same idea of that's you know what I mean? Like, hey, if you need advice on this or this yeah. and that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if I can't help you, I'll point you in the right direction or something like that. Mm. So I mean, I don't know that that club's helped me out a lot and. And I think, um, I, I don't know if, if, if you've actually been uh, listening to the Pops and the Regan show. Uh, Every but, episode. This is the second. Third. But uh, <laughs> this, this is the third episode, by the way. Nice. So you, you, you can catch up without a whole lot of difficulty. If you, and, and we'll take uh, quizzes later on you catching mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Now, last, in, on the last episode, we were talking a little bit about um, an approach that a difference in, in how some people think about comedy. Mm -hmm. And I have really come to a, a personal understanding or a, a focus of I'm not going out to get laughs. Hmm. I'm going out to give laughs. And when I go out to, I'm, I'm coming with stuff that I, I'm going to share with you that hopefully is going to give you laughter. Hmm. Uh, that, that whole approach helps mentally, helps me wrap my arms around when I'm in a club or when I'm at an open mic or when I'm doing a show mm. that if, if I see somebody doing something and I can offer something that's going to help them, uh, I'm, I'm more willing to share that because my whole approach is I'm giving away laughter. Mm. Right. And, and, and I think that's one of the things that I, I have seen at times in the Indianapolis uh, comedy scene mm. that there are there are some people, you are one of them that I've seen where you, if you can help enhance laughter, uh, right. and that you're, you're out there doing it. And when you have that environment uh, where comics are helping comics and, and that it's, it's a whole lot easier uh, to get people to share and help each other out like that when it's not, well, I got to get my laughs. I got, I got to get my time. I got to get, my, you know, it's right. when it's, mm -hmm. when the focus is on us, uh, I just read an article where Jerry Seinfeld said, you know, uh, if you're doing it for yourself, the audience is going to pick up on that and, and they're not going to like you. Mm. But if you're doing it for the audience, they're going to pick up on that and they'll love you. Wow. And, and I think it comes down to that same approach of are we, are we in this to get the laughs or are we in this to give the laughs? Mm. And when we're in it think to give, then we can... We can help each other out. We can, and, and I think that's one of the things that I like about uh, what 
what Chris did at at Morty's, mm-hmm. uh, and you know he's he's missed greatly in the Indianapolis area now that he's uh, out west. Uh, but because he had he kind of had that whole approach of let's see what we can do to help. Well, he understood grow that the, grow the comedy scene and and help comics grow. Right. Well, he understood that the stronger we are. The stronger his club is on weekends, right. because yeah, right. you know what I mean. That's true. The stronger that the Indianapolis comedy <clears throat> scene is, the stronger you know. What I mean, that's it all like trickles down. You know what I mean? Like right. the stronger that I get, the stronger you know what I mean. That I'm gonna push the headliner, the feature that I'm working with, right. because they're not gonna get buried by me. Right. You know what I mean? They're not, so they're gonna get up there and bring it. They're gonna, you know what I mean? So it's, right. it all just kind of like, like snowballs out, and it's it's important. You know what I mean? It is. I I don't have all the knowledge. I don't have. You know, I mean, I've only been doing this for four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I've I've done lots and lots of stage time, and I can help out wherever. So I mean, do you, I, I don't I, I don't give out advice to to a lot of to people who aren't like really looking for it because mm-hmm. you know comics are like real defensive about their stuff. They're just, just like, well, that's my joke. Why are you helping me with my joke? I'm just like, yeah. well, I'm dead. all right. So yeah. I I stopped going, hey, I would do this, you know what I mean, caring. to people who don't, right, right, right. who don't reach out. But right. if somebody goes, hey, do you got any advice for me? I was like, yeah. I, I take notes for every comic that goes up on stage at Jokers. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if they reach out, I'll give them the notes. If they don't reach out, then I just don't ever show them. Well, and I can tell you uh, wow. that when when Jake decided that he was going to venture into comedy, uh, it, it, was, it was fun for me to see my son say, I want to become a comedian. Mm-hmm. But then... You know, I said to him, seek out the people that you see that are really doing the work and and, and ask for advice. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I know he, you were one of the first <clears throat> comics that he kind of uh, went to and, and you were willing to give him uh, some advice and, and kind of push him in some of the right direction in that. And, and so I know he's talked about that. Uh, even now that he's out in Portland, you know, he's, he's talked about, a couple of times he's mentioned the fact that he really appreciated the input that mm-hmm. you and a couple of other comics gave to him mm-hmm. early on when he was kind of going to Jokers and getting started right. here before he moved out to Portland. So I think it's important for us to uh, to be open to doing that. No, to, yeah. You know, so let me ask you this. Uh, in terms of the, you know, inspiration uh, uh, for your comedy uh, are there are there comics that you look at and you kind of aspire to you know I'd like to become a comic like some, oh. somebody I mean I don't know if I've ever like looked at myself as like I would like to be like right, him right but I mean obviously I mean everybody wants to be Everybody wants to be like the big, you know, I mean, like the biggest comic in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't want to be that, then that's silly that you're in it. But, but no, I, I, I would, I would like to be on the level of like Bill Burr, where people like look at right. him as like he's, he's a legend in comedy, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or Patrice or mm-hmm. any of those guys. I would love to be looked at like that in the right. comedy. Right. It's more like I want to be a part. I want to be just one of the guys. Want to, when somebody mentions their Mount Rushmore of yeah, comedy, right. I want to be on somebody's Mount Rushmore. Right. I think that'd be I think that'd be yeah, awesome. I mean, I'm I'm a long, long ways away from that, but right. I mean, another year, year and a half, maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I mean, but the, I by think the end that of would, February. By the end of February, I'm gonna be. I think I think that would be amazing. I mean, I think, in you know, I mean, twenty, thirty years or whatever, when people are sitting down talking about like their favorite comics and all this other stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they go. You know, I'd really put, you know, like Richard Pryor, Bill Burr, Ray Hensley. I just think that'd be just the biggest honor ever, insane. wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be yeah, awesome. I think that would be Thank incredible. But, but no, yeah, I don't think there's any comic that, like, I want to be like. Because right. I think that's just, I think it's, it's all more, copying, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, you want to be yourself, of course. You want right. to be able to uh, shine that way. Just because it's different now than it was before. Like, before it was about getting on Carson and, and getting a sitcom or something like that. But right. now everything's so instant that, you know, you get a video on YouTube and, you know, you can you start. just blow up. Exactly. Right. So it's more like I want to. I want my name to be known. I want to be more of a household name where everybody, when you talk about comedy, you know, you you're a part of that. Yeah, that's, I know. That's a big deal. When I when I first got started, you know, it yeah. was uh, man. If I could be on on Johnny Carson, I mean, if I could be on the Tonight Show, yeah. that'd be. <laughs> yeah. 
If I could get on somebody's cave drawings. Dude. It's <laughs> an old joke, get it? There it is. I kind of brought it out of him. Oh, there it is. I, I there kind of resemble that remark. Oh, there it uh-huh. is. There it so, is. <laughs> and then he, you know, I, but it's it's it really is the comedy has changed in in so much now where uh we don't have yeah. necessarily we don't have the that pinnacle of comedy you know that for for a while it was mm-hmm. if you're going to, to yeah. if you're going to get known yeah you aspire to be on Johnny Carson right you know yeah. because then the world got to see you yeah because until then, you know, you, your audience was wherever you were, and that was it. You didn't right. have mm-hmm. uh, an a following, yeah, you didn't following have, yeah, yeah. unless you were, had somebody that gave you that platform, right. like, a, you know, right. the, the Tonight Show. And then it became Leno and Letterman. So it, it was, you know, there wasn't just one platform. Yeah. Then there was, a, there was two. But now it's, you know, even with the, the late night shows that are out there, you, it's, it's not... Uh, I don't th- think that it's a, hey, I didn't know who Ray Hensley was until I saw him on mm-hmm. Fallon or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Because th- there's more opportunities for people to be seen on a broader spectrum. Because uh, you can be on the Pops and the Recon show, yeah, man. and then people around the entire uh, universe. In Greenwood. Will, all eight people. All, all Shelbyville. That's it. All eight people, all eight followers. Everybody's going to know who Ray Danger Hensley is because he was on the Pops and the Regan show. Exactly. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: How, where, where do you think you have to get, or what? How will you know when, when you've made it? Ooh, that's it. Yeah. I think when I, when I am able to put in my two weeks, I guess, at my job. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, get to, like, piggybacking off of what we were talking about before that question is. Like, I want to get to a point where I've always wanted to be just a working comic. Like, I want to that, – that's what I want to just do. Like, I want to be able to be working. Right. Just work Thursday you know? through Saturday yeah, or like, whatever. This and... is my life. You know what I mean? Like, this is what, what everything evolves around is just me being a comedian. And, like, that's where I would – that's where I would feel like, okay, I'm in. Because I'm not – I mean, of course you're going to get, like, to get on TV and to get – you know, on Fallon and all that, it's great. That would definitely shoot it out and, you know, get known, uh, get some notoriety, notoriety. But I feel like I, it would fe- I would feel complete because I'm following after my passion. And that is right. like, you know, just being able to be a working comic and right. being able to do clubs where, pe- you know, like known, like, you know, the improv and all these places. If I can do that and have these other, like, so that's my, that's my means of, income then right I don't know, no, it, be that awesome. feels like that would for me it would be like yeah there's I'm some fantastic that. comics that you've never heard of that I've worked with that have right. never been on TV or radio right. or any of that stuff right but they I mean every weekend they're out on the road they're out working right it's just I mean that'd be cool and when right. you say when you guys both say you know you want to be working comics yeah what does that look like for you I mean what does that mean you're, you're working well, everything you're involved... working in, you're working in clubs no it's what, like what, what every, it? like when you get up you're doing comedy. Your job, you know I mean? your like, only like job is comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whether so it's, it's whether it's sketches, doing a podcast or exactly. sketches or YouTube exactly. videos or whatever, I don't have to go and put a tool belt on and work. I don't have to exactly. wake up mm-hmm. to do to do construction or do whatever. Like I can wake up and my job is comedy. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. I just think that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be a. I don't know. If, I don't know. Dream. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's good. I can I can tell you, uh, it's overrated. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah, I, no, a lot of lonely so nights you, in a hotel. The just stacking up. I get you, Dennis. I get. I, I see. No, it's well, and, and the reason I asked the question of what it looks like yeah. because there are a lot of comics that that think, well, if I could just get to the place where I'm, I'm doing shows in clubs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, well, no, I, not and, necessarily. I mean, because but that's that may not be the level of income that mm-hmm. somebody wants to have to live comfortable. Where yeah, you know, because yeah, uh, clubs are different than to have to hit the road and just do clubs. And that's 
you're grinding the road, but it's not necessarily like for me. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a family man, so that wouldn't be ideal just to do clubs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I mean, well, it depends. I don't know. I don't know because I've never really. I couldn't say because I'm. I've never done yeah. big clubs, so well, I couldn't. I, that you know, that's tough to. And I can tell you that, that you know there was there was a point where, you know, I I wanted to do clubs and corporate comedy. Okay. And then I started doing so much corporate comedy that I didn't have. Didn't think I didn't. Well, I probably had time to still go do some stuff at the clubs, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't waste a lot of time trying to get booked into clubs anymore because I was doing you were making more with corporate than it was doing with the corporate clubs, comedy right? and so you just got to find your but finding your that way place in where, comedy right yeah mm-hmm. finding that place where you're you're doing what you love yeah and you're not having to to have that side hustle uh right. so you know you can I, I used to tell people uh, in fact I said this to Jake when when he was going out to Portland uh I said well you know uh make sure you you keep your job so you can support your comedy habit, you know, because right. it's going to cost you money to get out there and uh, yeah. and go eat to the open mics and, and yeah, yeah. get get to the place where yeah. even when you're featuring or, uh, you know, uh, early on, you know, when you get your first headline gig, you're like, oh, I'm going to get paid to do this. Right. But it costs a, it costs a lot of money <laughs> to get to those gigs. And, right. you know, you so you, yeah, yeah. you got to have that side hustle and... Uh, I've done feature weekends at clubs where I lost money, where I lost money on it. Yeah, you know, what I mean, they paid me this much money, but it cost me more money to get to out get there, there, plus yep. the hotel and all yep. that other jazz. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? And wow, and you got to be willing. It's sometimes part of the process, you got to be yeah, willing to to make that investment in yourself, right? To to make that happen, you know. So yeah. So when uh, when you look at the comedy scene as it is right now here in Central Indiana. Let's mm-hmm. let's focus here locally, uh, and then I'm pretty sure we can translate that into just about any comedy scene. But what do you see as the strengths of the comedy scene as it is right now, and what do you see that you wish would change drastically to improve the comedy scene here? Hmm. I think the strengths is there are some very very good pro comics that hang around Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and they're you know, I mean, they're all good people. They're all fantastic comedians. They're all setting the standard for what it takes to be a comic around the Midwest. I think it's awesome. Some uh, some of the weaknesses, I guess, is it's just like anything else. It can be very very clicky. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, there's there's like little pockets of comics, and if yeah. you're not in that little pocket of comic, then you either don't get booked on certain shows, mm, or okay. they're unwelcoming to yeah. outside visitors and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just kind of I don't know. But that's just that's like anywhere you go, even if it's at work or right. or wherever you go, there's going to be a tighter clique of people. And if you're not in that group of people, then I don't know. How long did you did you have to did you work through that? Like, did you experience that here when you started? Oh yes. Kind of like there's. I a lot still of do different. to this day. Okay, I was going to ask you. Do you go? Do you still go through that where uh, you got comedians that just don't want to help you at all? They're just there's some. I don't know. There's, there's a. I feel like there's a mess of comics who, who don't really want much to do with me, which is fine. I don't really. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna slow me down at all. It's not gonna affect me at all. And I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they don't. But you know, what I mean, like. Yeah. They don't. So, yeah. but I don't let it stop me from doing anything. Hmm. They're just. They're silly gooses. When did you start? When did you start? Um. Uh, the, the open mic at Joker's. Last year, that, almost last year? a year ago, yeah, mm-hmm. the beginning of January, I think, mm-hmm. is when we started doing it, and uh, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I enjoy doing the open mic. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. Fun. So, as you look at where you are right now, um, what do you, in terms of goals that you have set for yourself mm-hmm. where do you see yourself going from here oh i don't know i'd like to become a, a regular road feature okay that's cool yeah. i uh i have a goal that i want to be in eight new clubs next year i had that goal this year and i only got into like three new ones that's dope but 
don't know. Yeah, I want to I wanna get into eight new clubs next year where I'm the feature. I'm a booked feature. I'm not like a open mic or whatever. Yeah. Right. And I want to, I don't know, I want to start learning to become more stable financially for comedy. Mm. I want to, I need to start, I need to start selling more merch. I need to start getting, I need to start doing more brand stuff for myself mm. as a stand-up comedian. Okay. Because I've gotten to the point now to where if you put me on stage for 30 minutes, I'm going to make you laugh for 30 minutes. Yeah. There's not going to be laws. There's not going to be any of that stuff. I yeah. have like 30 minutes that's down that I'm comfortable with that yeah. I enjoy, and I can entertain every crowd. I mean, I've done in front of every style of room, and it works. Mm-hmm. So, like, that part to me is, like, there. It's, I mean, it's getting there, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, but I need to learn how to start making money as a comic. Okay. So that's, that's, what, that's what 2019 is going to be for me. It's okay. going to be and- I need to make <clears throat> merch. I need to create... I need to create a name for myself. I need to start doing something. I need to start doing YouTube videos or yeah. something. I need yeah. to start becoming bigger on social media. That's yeah. something that like I lack on like real bad is I don't post enough on Twitter and Instagram and right. Facebook. I don't right. do enough of that. So right. you know something that might help mm-hmm. is if you become a regular on the uh, Pops and the Regan show. <laughs> because the Pops and the Regan show is is <laughs> just going places. Yeah. It's all good, man. In fact, uh with how much we're getting known, uh, Pops and the Rican hopefully will be uh, headlining at the uh, Holiday Inn in Sheboygan. This guy. Oh, damn. Yeah. And we got goals. big things. Doing we got guys. goals. Uh, I don't know if there's even a Holiday Inn in Sheboygan anymore. <laughs> I so. don't even know where Sheboygan's at. It's uh, Ohio. Oh, Wisconsin. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. state. They touch, <laughs> right? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't ask them. Me too. What? I don't know. They touch. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So let me ask you this: what was what was the best advice somebody gave to you early on about your your comedy? Oh uh, man, I don't know. Don't suck. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the best advice I ever got. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. I've gotten a lot of it over the years. Yeah. So let me let me it, put it to you yeah, this way: pretty... what advice would you give? To who? Let's you? say, let's no. There's somebody quit. Yeah. Quit. Yeah. Well. <laughs> don't do it. Don't go. Don't do Just it. Stop. <laughs> to what? A new comic? Or? Yeah. Somebody that's uh, somebody comes out to the Joker's open mic and they're like, "Hey, uh, you're Ray Hensley. I heard you on the Pops and the Rican show. Uh, give me some advice on comedy. What, what would you what, what would you tell a young comic getting started?" I tell them to work hard. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's it. You got. This is something that you want to do. You need to do it. Yeah. Don't go to the same two open mics every single week and think that that's how you're going to progress. Mm. I've driven eight hours to do five minutes of material just to get in front of a new crowd, a new venue, mm. and a new group of comics to network. I mean, it takes. I put on like forty thousand miles on my car last year, mm. and didn't make shit money for it. Yeah. Just because, I mean, this is what I want to do. Mm. So, it takes work. You gotta, you gotta travel. You gotta network. You gotta write. You gotta keep doing all those little things. Yeah. To for the big picture. Mm-hmm. Just grind it out. You gotta yeah. push. So you you talk about you know your goal of you want to do so many new venues, new clubs yeah. this next year. Um, I know. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about uh, you got a show coming up at Jokers where you're you're the headliner uh, yeah. for the weekend, uh, and and then you've got some stuff that I know you've I've seen on on Facebook and whatever that you've got some shows where you're going on a, I'm gonna call it a tour because uh, you're you're heading out <laughs> toward, L.A. Yeah. you're heading out yeah. towards the the That's West cool. Coast and uh, and doing some stuff. So uh, first of all, tell us uh, tell us about the show the. The, the Joker show that, that you're headlining. Uh, get, let's get the details yeah. out about that. I have a uh, couple headlining weekends coming up don't. in January, February. I, uh, the first one is in uh, South Bend at the Drop Comedy Club Okay. on the 18th and 19th. I'll be there with uh, Tony Foxworthy. He's going to be the feature. I'll be the headliner, which will be fun. Oh. And then, uh, then I have, yeah, the one at Joker's Comedy Club here in Indianapolis. On the 1st and 2nd of February, I'll have my buddy Mike Eshack will be the feature and then Derek James will be the host mm. so it'll be uh and I got a couple guest spots in there I got my buddy D-Rock's gonna do it Schizo's gonna do it Alex Eakin's gonna do a guest spot too so I mean it's gonna be 
It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's going to be that's a cool, weird man. 10 minutes stretched out to 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. That's no, all good. I'm and sure then, it's going to be great. And then what you're doing out west? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell Throughout us. all of the connections that I've made, I was able to put together a lot of shows <laughs> out in L.A. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Networking is super important. Yeah. I uh, went and did, I went and did a handful of shows with, uh, with a couple comics. And then I told them I was on my way to L.A. And they were like, we have some shows for you. Mm. So they set me up with a bunch of shows. So I'm doing some shows, doing like four shows in L.A. And then I'm going up to San Francisco and doing four shows up there. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, so I'll be gone for two weeks. I'm, I'm pumped. I've never been yeah. out west. And it's at the beginning of February, so I get to get away from this cold crap. Yeah, and go ahead. Go, go out away. west. That's dope. Good job, man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's going to be exciting. That. Yeah, good luck with that. That's so awesome. if uh, if we actually have uh, more people listening to the Pops and the Recon show no, no, than, than, than uh, you're giving us credit for, uh, <laughs> how, how can people uh, find out about uh, Ray Hensley and where you are? You, and, got, uh, you got the dubs. Where, you got the dub, dub, dubs. Yeah, there it is. Here you go. Got I'm the cards, kidding. baby. Got the cards. Yeah. Just so you got, a, you got a website and all that good stuff too, right? Yes, yeah, rayhensleycomedy.com. Dope. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash Ray Hensley comedy. Super simple stuff. Yeah. Guess what my Instagram is? It's hey. Ray Hensley. I don't know. I looked at the microphone like it was the camera. <laughs> it's, you guys see me here? It's Ray Hensley comedy on Instagram and then Twitter because Ray Hensley comedy is too long. It's just danger comedy. Just danger comedy? Okay. Yeah. Dope, man. It's yeah. good. Book me for stuff. Yeah. All three of you. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. It's all good, man. Yeah. What other so, uh, are there are there places that you uh, that you've already been? You want to go back to? Yeah, I want to do uh, I want to do the Blue Room Comedy Club again. I did that uh, a year and a half ago. And where's that? That's in Springfield, Missouri. I want to okay. do that room again. Mm-hmm. I want to do uh, Zanies up in Rosemont again. Yeah. Up by Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, those are the two clubs that like, I really want to get back into this year, or 2019. Yeah. Those are, yeah. Would you like to do, like, the improv or anything like that? Uh, I did some improv that? stuff with, uh, with Dennis a few years ago. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> improv just seems super dorky to me. <laughs> just real dorky to me. I don't know. But, okay, real, and, real spazzy and, I don't yeah, know. It's okay. just, I don't know. Well, uh, what I meant was the improv in Chicago. The oh, that's what you meant. Not like, not like improv. Did you like yeah. improv? It's cool. You don't like improv? It's all good. Either way. No, yeah, the improv. Yeah, I would love to do the improv. Yeah. That's. I have mean, you, that's like. Have you been big, able to? I've not even seen to. No. I've not even been to a show yeah. there yet. But. Yeah. But no, yeah, that would be. That'd be awesome. But evidently, he doesn't want to do uh, improv comedy. Improv uh, comedy. Uh, again, no. at least. It's just super dorky. It's right. At least with Pops. Uh, Every time I've ever been, it's like, like, give us a topic. And there's somebody always yells out something dirty. And you just got to like, ignore it. And you're just like, okay, I heard cooking. It's like, nobody said cooking. We all heard nobody said cooking. Oh, well. It's true. It's true. And then, yeah, when I watched it, it was three old dudes trying to be young and it was weird and annoying yeah hey so, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay guys let's, there it is there it is let's, let's pretend let's pretend we're there gonna be young is. there he is so that ray can make fun of us when he comes on the pops and the Rican show there he is yeah. <laughs> yeah with friends like you guys uh who needs animals there it is there it is but, boom. But, uh, okay boom. got it yeah bro. well Anyway, uh, Steve, you got any other questions you want to ask Ray? I think we've given Ray enough. <laughs> well, uh, I think we were good, man. I think. It, so, do you guys like validate or anything? Do you guys. Okay, I'll try, to, val- I, I'll try to validate. How do you, I, you have become a how do very I get funny best, comedian. How do I get paid You are this? up and yeah. coming. In get the comedy paid. world, do you guys write I hope I have validated your worth. Yeah. It's not even a full bottle of no, water. Bro. What the I mean, hell? It's just, it's, it, it, we were like, what? No, uh, your sponsors just are not Ray. doing anything. If, he's uh, short. He's. <laughs> my hands aren't big. This is how small the freaking water bottle is here. A green room wasn't set up like I wanted it to be set up. No, no yeah. MMs or any of that nonsense. Nope. Yeah, it's just, no, it's sorry, just bro. a crap yeah. podcast. It's, it's Until, garbage. It's garbage. 
until uh, until next time, uh, please hire Ray to <laughs> no. come and complain about your water. Hire him. And He's... hire him to be a feature or a headline on your show so you can complain about the green room or the water. <laughs> or, or hire him to come just and just hang out sweep and... your floors or whatever because yeah. I, need, I need money. money. So <laughs> I'll tell jokes while pushing a mop around. I'm not right. above that. If I'd have known that, uh, we might have had you clean up the studio. I don't know. That'd be cool, yeah. You just put like a GoPro on. <laughs> That's cool, man. We appreciate your time, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me out here. Man. So hopefully uh, you know, this will help somebody. We want to just do stuff where we can connect. We really want to network as much as we can. I know that sometimes it can get tough to do that um, and know what's going on. We're trying to get it out there and just let them know. Uh, so, and, and just connect with everybody. That's uh, that's been really cool. You guys have been awesome. I've done. I've I've gone to Jokers and it's awesome to do the, the open mic there. Um, I need to do it more. Obviously, we need to, to hang out more. But I just appreciate your ability to be open and and help because yeah. that's that's a big deal. Um, I've been here for about uh, about seven years now, six years, and I I haven't been on the stage at all. And I was like, well, I need to get back on it. And you guys have been nothing but really cool, and bringing and welcoming me back in, and and just being really cool at, at opportunity. Yeah, that's so what it's supposed it's to be about, right? Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, yeah. So we thank for for you for you for you guys and <laughs> for what's happening in the in the scene in the comedy scene. So if you're in the Indianapolis area, yep. uh, February first and second. Yes, please come on, check him out. Uh, get down to Jokers yes. and uh, take some some friends time, and go yep. see Ray mm-hmm. and uh, and all the other guys that he's uh, uh, show, showcasing out there at the, in that show at uh, at Jokers. Yep. And if you're up in the uh, South Bend area, Michiana area, mm-hmm. uh, nice. uh, what what what's the dates on that? You said the eighteenth and nineteenth. Eighteenth and nineteenth of, yep. of January. Check it out. January. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, go see Ray. And uh, you know, pay for his autograph and uh, give him some money. Just, just let me bless sign him. your babies. Bless him. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> otherwise, uh, tell all your friends uh, to uh, to check uh, out Ray uh, on the Pops and the Recon show, and then uh, we, we'll have more viewers. That would be nice too. That'd be great. And uh, subscribe. Pops and the Recon. <laughs> I'm Pops and the Reapers. and the Reapers. and the Reapers. The Pops and the Reapers. Look at his lips! Ah! 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 Ah!